I like wearing hats, not baseball caps and not stocking caps, but men's hats, fedoras, pork pie hats. As yesterday, it was funny, before Mass started, I was planning on saying this, and there were two people sitting in the front pew right there, and before Mass, they pulled me over and said, Father, did you know there's a sale on hats in Cuyahoga Falls at the Hattery? And I went, oh, thank you for letting me know. And I like wearing them not just because I'm bald and it's good for me. I like to be the kind of man who wears gentlemen's hats. And it wasn't easy, as easy getting started as you might think. I was once a guy who did not wear hats when I had hair. And when you put on one of these hats, a gentleman's hat, it's a matter of much conjecture and comment. What do you got on your head? What are you wearing? Why are you wearing that? And if a guy wants to be the kind of man who wears a hat like that, then hopefully he is self-actualized enough to get through that part of it until suddenly you're just the kind of guy who wears hats and no one says much about it. But it had to start with picking out a hat and sticking it on your head and going out in public. The way you become the kind of man who wears a hat is you wear a hat and voila. As much as I don't understand it, when I see a young person with shocking blue or shocking pink hair, at the positive end of it, I think, wow, there's a person with enough gumption, with enough self-actualization to be the type of person who goes out into the world with this shocking hair and to be able to handle it until such a time comes that, oh yeah, that's just the person with blue hair. My sister had, a friend uh, has, a, has a neighbor who has a daughter who all of a sudden had the shocking blue hair. And at first we were like, what's with the blue hair? What's going on there? And now she's just the girl with blue hair. So the disciples asked Jesus, increase our faith. People ask that all the time. They say, I don't have enough faith. I need more faith. But Jesus' comment tells us that you don't have to have a lot of faith to get started. If you had the faith the size of a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and, and be planted in the ocean, metaphorically. So chances are, if you are here today, you have enough faith to get started. At minimum, we have a starter kit. And according to Jesus, we can do great things with this. So here's what you do with the starter kit. There's that strange follow-up in the gospel about if you are a servant working in the field and you come home from fulfilling all your work obligations, should you expect to take it easy then and be waited on hand and foot? No, we, there are still obligations to fulfill. So too, when we fulfill our Christian obligations, I went to mass this morning, check. I went to confession, check. I said grace before meal, check. I hung a crucifix up on my wall, check. Do you then get to take a break from faith? I've checked all the boxes, therefore I'm cool. No, because it's then that the real work begins. All of that other stuff was a buildup to being sent forth from this place to be a person of faith. And here's how we do that. In as many situations as you can, as often as you remember it, ask yourself the question, what would a person of faith do in this situation? In the very act of asking that question, you are becoming more a person of faith. The next step is then to do it. 
Do what a person of faith would do in that particular situation. And all of a sudden, you are a person of more faith. It might be challenging at first, but do it. And this is important to remember. Faith is not a feeling. Don't look for that feeling that I have faith. And it doesn't necessarily come with consolation. Remember Mother Teresa, St. Mother Teresa, spent 40 years of having no consolations and wondering if she was doing the right thing, which is why she taught so often, be faithful. God doesn't ask you to be successful. He asks you to be faithful. Many times faith is a decision, not unlike love. When Jesus teaches about love, he's not speaking about a feeling, primarily anyway. That's why he can give us commandments to love. Love your enemy. Love is that radical decision for the other. And when you choose to be good for the other, you become a person who loves. And when you choose faith, you become a more faithful person. We learn weekly at Mass what faithful people do and are fed here at this table. And we celebrate the lives of the saints who give us that example. Then like a man who becomes that gentleman who just happens to wear hats or that girl who just becomes that girl with the bright blue hair, we become persons of faith, growing daily in Christ and into Christ.